Tell me more about where it's supposed to be. <laughs> where, do, where should it be? Oh, God. <laughs> Shit. Did you just hit yourself uh, in the face? That's a broken nose, son. Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, I think uh, I literally just found our intro. <laughs> Welcome back to episode two to with Welcome back. Did they did they go away from episode two and then come back to? That's true. Okay. I mean, we can still we're still good. I mean, I think we should just roll right into this and just start because you're overthinking it. So later on, when you need to do all the editing, I don't think you should edit at all. And this is just this is what it is. Is it? And, and we're just saying roll from right here on out. All right. So I'll try to I'll try to salvage at least the mess up from the beginning of this episode. Thank you guys for checking out episode two of Running Beer and BS. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. Thank you again for checking this out. Episode two. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our plans for 2018. Some goals we have. I mean, just a little bit of everything, kind of what's what's in our head, what 2018 looks like. Uh, they say most people lose their resolutions or their goals within, was it like the 19th day? 19, I can't wait for the 19th day to roll around too. The, the 19th day? Because the 19th day means that I no longer have to wait for the guy who wants to do arm curls right at the weight rack. He understands that you pick up the weights, move away from the weight rack, and then do the curls. There's a three-foot radius that you don't work out around the weight racks. What what does this have to do with the 19th? Because that's when the resolution people stop. Oh, okay, okay. I was like... And like people who have been there for a while understand these rules. So here's a good rule, guys. And and if you are one of the people who made a resolution, kudos, stick with it. But just a good rule to start off with, when you go to pick up a, a dumbbell, you pick it up from the weight rack, you go away from the weight rack, you do your exercise there. This way, people can pick up and put back the weights that they're using. You're not inhibiting the flow of everybody else around. Welcome, everyone, to the gym. <laughs> just You just need to know these things. Yeah, and if you, get, if you get through three weeks of the year, then you really should know it. And if you don't, I think there's, there's probably like an initiation class. Yeah. Is it like that? That's when the hazing starts. So they that's get through the, they ride, weed out the, the week. You, you ride the goat through the, through the, <laughs> through the squat rack. Through the, yeah. It's like, that's weird. Why is there a horse in the pool? <laughs> Welcome uh, new people. Yeah. So thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. If this is your first time, um, how we like to start off everything is we like to open up a beer and, uh, yeah, and yeah. just just enjoy it. So 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 tonight it was my pick of uh, beers that we have. We're gonna start a new thing where like we swap off on what beers we're drinking. Yeah, so it's it's basically going to be a surprise for the other person yeah. of this is what we're drinking tonight. Hope you didn't have plans tomorrow morning. <laughs> Hope you can run hungover. <laughs> so tonight, I, I don't know. I just felt like uh, maybe something a little special because it's our second episode. So I got us a limited release. Ooh, Rheingeist. Odd, uh, beer. It's uh, called the Odd Job. It's a double IPA that they have, and uh, I mean, I, I'm not always a huge IPA fan, but this I is mean, pretty good. I, it's, it's not bad. I mean, there's a nice little hop to it, but it's not like it's not super bitter. On the, does it have bitter. the IBUs on it? Does it say what it is? Uh, hey, this will be good podcast listening. Just listen to me try to read. <laughs> you know what? 
So, so where are this, my glasses? <laughs> I'm 40. So this is actually I'm surprised. It has a 96 IBU. Really? And, and, and so that sounds kind of high, right? Yeah. I, I'm. It, it, that's relatively 90, high for 96. I mean, that is a nice smooth. It's very, very smooth. And and, uh, and here comes the part where we're talking about what we can do tomorrow morning. It is at 8.3. Ooh, 8.3 is not bad, though, because we're, we're splitting a bomber bottle because yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get to it a little later. But I've got I've got to run tomorrow, and then John is actually traveling. We're actually recording this in the middle of the week. We we will start. We usually are going to be recording in the weekends, prepping for the next week, but we're recording in the middle of the week uh, just from a time constraint, and John's leaving. But, yeah, so it's not something we want to do, like, you know, in the middle of the week and drink this, but it's a pretty good color. Uh, John took a picture of it. It's going to be on the Twitter feed. You can follow us at run beer and BS on Twitter and on Facebook. He's going to take that picture and we'll get that posted on, sometime on this the week. Note, on the note of Ryan guys, though, if you have not been down to the brewery, For sure. Jonathan and I went down there. Uh, I think what the fr- we went to watch a Reds Mets. Jonathan is. We went to watch the Mets kill the Reds. Oh God! Well, I mean, when Bartolo Colon hit that long foul ball, Fat Man Homer, and we were like, <laughs> everyone's like cheering, and John's like, it's a foul ball. Like here's here's what I've kind of Mets fans don't have great depth perception, maybe. <laughs> Because it was clearly foul, and I'm like... Oh, we knew it was foul. You guys are idiots. But he hit it far. What was fun is, we were... Surre- we did... Okay, so Jonathan bought the tickets, so we were on visitor's side. So, so aside with the tickets, too, not to interrupt, but I think we... What well, we were like, like six rows up from the dugout, They're or something seats. like they that. They were really good and seats. And I think, I think I paid like... $20 a ticket for him. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and so, like we're saying, it, it was on the visitor side. And it, we even kind of joked about how awesome would it be to be surrounded by, like, quintessential Mets fans. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it did not disappoint. Yeah. I mean, they were outstanding. I yeah. mean, they were outstanding. It was a really good time. But, anywho. There were New York transplants to yes, Ohio. Yes. And after, it, was, it was a good time. After the game, we did make the trip up to, uh, up to Ryan Geist Brewery. And that is just... Not a bad neighborhood. Definitely an up-and-coming neighborhood. Just don't leave your car unlocked. At night. Yeah. Um, or during the day, yeah, in all you, honesty. But that way. brewery was really cool. I mean, it's huge. They have a really cool like uh, rooftop area you can hang out at. Yeah, they had like multiple levels. They had like a couple bars throughout. They had picnic tables inside. They had what well, we played ping pong. I think they had darts. They had like, I don't know, like eight sets of cornhole boards. It was definitely a... Uh, it was definitely a fun afternoon after the yeah. game, and then, yeah, that was uh, that made for an interesting drive home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were responsible. We were, we were. Well, we. Were, I was passenger, so you were asleep. I, I think I made it outside of Cincinnati. I might have made it to like you made Kings it just Island. outside of Cincinnati. I don't think you made it that far because we had to stop at <laughs> Wendy's because I had to get a fry. <laughs> I had to get a fry and a frosty because I was so hungry. It was a good time. Good yeah. time. But yes, uh, Ryan guys, really, really cool brewery. It's weird. Like I um. So with probably everything in life, there's like like different levels of like um, different levels of snobbiness, maybe. Mm-hmm. And like I will admit, I'm a beer snob. I'm like kind of proud of the fact I'm a beer snob and don't drink like crappy, overproduced beer. So I was at either Stoss or Zaftig, and I, I you know I think it was just something as inconspicuous as me making a comment about how I really like Ryan Geist's, uh IPA, uh, uh, truth and a guy sitting next to me who was way, way, way more of a beer snob than me is like, Oh, 
well, I stopped. I stopped respecting Ryan Geist when they declared they wanted to be the biggest brewer in Ohio and take over Great Lakes. And, you know, if you taste the, the truth from 2017 compared to 2015, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who is holding on to, like, cans of that's, Ryan Geist? That's a weird, like, that's a weird judgment. Like, he's putting yeah. he's putting a hard line. Like, I, I stand by the 2015 vintage. Right, right. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, so I realized at that point that I'm definitely not the biggest beer snob I know, I know nowadays. And But it's, I, I, you know what? At the end of the day, I still really like Ryan Geist. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I think they make a good beer and yeah truth truth is good i'm a big fan of uh is it dad is that their one that has like the flannel front on the can is that a uh is that a scotch ale i think i think so so. hey that is a good one that's a really good one panther's good panther's good i I mean yeah i haven't had bubbles i really want to just go to a can i get some bubbles so if you want bubbles simply go down and raid my beer fridge because my wife has like (laughs) multiple stacks of um so when I picked up this bummer that we have now, I got it from Barley Hopsters. And uh, if you folks are not hip to Barley Hopsters here in Central Ohio, you are missing out on a absolute gem of a beer place. Um, I mean, they have I, I, every beer you could possibly want, really. And then if they don't have what you want, you know what? Ask for it, and they will get it for you. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. They also have, for you wine drinkers, they have a really, really good wine selection also. But anywho, that's our beer for tonight. That's what we're sipping on. We both like it. It's a good beer. Good good brewery. Um, other than that, though, what else do we got going on tonight? So I think we'll get into our main topic of the night from the beer. Um as we sip along, but we're going to chat about really 2018 and what that year, or we're going to talk about 2018 and what the year really holds for us. Yes, that's, um, right. that's what it was. I think there's a, uh, we have a lot planned. We both have, we have similar goals, but very different goals. I think we're both, and John, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think we're both going through like a, I'll call it like a transformational year in running like it's yeah yeah it's a solid word for it um yeah like looking just looking at things a little differently yeah. i think uh for myself i used to go really hard and try to get you know the most miles i could get and really try to do all these different races and just like keep busy 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 and this year i'm trying to just take a step back uh and really just focus there's this theme that's going on and i had read it uh somewhere online talking about instead of doing like a resolution having like one word that kind of like oversees everything you want to do in the year so instead of making a resolution that you're going to fail in 19 or 20 days as it's coming up here just in a few days <laughs> the 19 or 20 days for you people that are going to fail but um good luck yeah good luck with that <laughs> but like my word is going to be focus and that's kind of like what I'm trying to do in everything that I'm doing so I've got I've got a bunch of different races planned um but with those, are they're spread out enough where I'm going to focus a little more. So speaking of the races, I've got a 50K coming up at the end of uh, February. It's in Maryland. Um, I've got another 50K in Kansas, a marathon in, in Oklahoma. That, the 50K you had in Maryland, while the entry process sounds really confusing, yeah. and like was kind of like weird. Uh, on the same note, I kind of dig it. The more you explain it to me, the more I kind of got into it. I'm like, okay. Because when you first explain it, I'm like, that's completely hokey. That dude can just make up yeah. whatever rules he wants and say this person got his in. But no, once now that I know that everyone knows her. So 
the the fifty k is talking about. They actually I don't even, I don't know the, the name of it. Like I can't pronounce the name of it. It's some <laughs> it's like Huskavaga Hills fifty k or something like that in Maryland. Go ahead, John. Sorry. So yeah, it I just said it has a really cool the way they do the stock market thing. Um, whatever the Dow closes on on a given day, right? So if it closes at two eighty, then th- from the number he draws, the the two hundred eighty people. Or the two hundred eighty numbers above it, or something like this, yeah. or the numbers that get in. It's is it kind of a it's, it's a weird it's a weird lottery system because you get you get generated a number when you register, and then you know like John was thinking it was just like a hoax that the race director was just picking the number that they wanted to start at, and I'm like no, it's how the Dow Jones finishes. So depending on where it finishes, I mean it could literally be anyone's ball game yeah. in getting into this race, which is pretty cool. I got spot number one fifteen out of one twenty, so I was like on the cusp yeah. of not getting it. Um, but yeah, so I got a couple 50 K's marathon. Um, I'm thinking I'm almost, I'm like 98% sure I'm pulling the trigger on kettle. So I saw we that. Talked about I, well, that. Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw, you know, some of the stuff that you had sent me today, you know, leading up to us getting together tonight. And, and you had made the comment that you almost pulled the trigger. So I, I, I was under the belief that you'd have pulled the trigger that it was that that this is the, a reality. The only the only almost is I just haven't registered for it yet. I think that's just like my next step in actually doing it. So you're going to do it. It's just a matter of when. Do, when does registration open? It opened at the beginning of the year. So so I got time. It, the price increase doesn't happen until like April. So I've got a, a stupid amount of time. I really need to just register so I don't have any excuse of why I don't do it. Is there any chance it <clears throat> uh, fills up? Does kettle fill up the hundred K? Yeah, well, the hundred K and hundred run the same portion of the course. Sure. So they they max out that as a total. So I think it's like four fifty combined of the hundred miler and the hundred K. Four hundred fifty people. Yeah. There's no way that fills up. They said last year it filled up, but like in the last week. Really? Like it's not. Because you think it's the 100K and the 100 mile, which is weird. I was looking at the registration day because you can see how many people are actually registered. And there's like, I want to say there's like 113 people signed up for the 100 miler. Yeah. 35 people signed up for the 100K. But that goes back to what I've been telling oh, you about 100Ks. I'm not listening to you. This Listen, is bullshit. Okay, so hey, here we go, folks. And here's something. So later on, we'll have to do a, we'll do a topic about... Um, how do you know what the right race to sign up for is and all that stuff? I'll write it down. And, 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 and the truth of the matter is the right, the right way of knowing is knowing yourself, right? Do what you're comfortable with. But this is just my theory on it. If you are willing to run as long as you need to run for 100K, then you might as well just – you're already in a hurt locker. You're already in a ton of pain. You might as well just go ahead and go that – <laughs> that extra <laughs> little 40 miles yeah and get the ball i i equate the 100k to the blue balls of ultra <laughs> running the 100k is the blue ball of ultra running i'm telling you if you're going to do that you might as well just do a 100 miler you're going to be out there for i mean a really 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 long time yeah you're going to be in as much it doesn't always get harder it doesn't always get you know worse you you might as well just go that extra bit and get the buckle. It's just the hundred k is just a lot of pain for not near the payoff that a hundred miler is. Yeah, I I, I mean <clears throat> you have said that, and a couple other people have said it as well. You mean people who know <clears throat> what they're talking about have said that? Yeah, you know who, people people that someone, have finished hundred miler races. Who is someone else who has said that to you? 
Chad Heald said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, he might know what he's talking about. You know what? I'm not. But yeah, so the hundred k. My issue is, and John and I have had this conversation, just running and stuff. Is I, I'm not as mentally strong as I'd like to be, and I know the only way you do that is actually getting out there and and just pushing the limits. Um, John helped crew me for my fifty miler, and that race was a weird, a weird turn of events but i was not in a happy place from like (laughs) from like mile 20 to like mile 33 i was just it was absolutely miserable and then john was pissing me off because he was like i'm not gonna keep filming you while you walk it's gonna be a real shitty video if you're walking (laughs) the entire time by the way that's uh not always the best answer from a pacer either Uh, that's yeah but it's it's exactly what i needed though because it's like it gave me the little push and then i mean and john can attest to this the last 14 miles not a single person passed me and i ran i ran 70 percent of it we were blazing that last bit too because i mean it was by the way that 15 miler he did (laughs) it was the uh, north country run outside of traverse city in michigan they are it's a unique run i i we have now talked about for a while. We're firm believers that people only go up to that because they give a flipping dinner plate sized <laughs> buzzsaw looking like. Yeah, plate. it's a weird looking metal. We'll take a picture and it's we'll post that on huge, on Twitter as well. Um, it's it's a massive it's a massive metal. But yeah, it's basically I've equated it to it's the it's the ultra marathon for road runners that are all about yeah. getting this like yeah. gaudy metal. Like the race was okay. It wasn't, it definitely wasn't the best, but it definitely it was a great experience getting 50 miles in the middle of the woods. I mean, we were in the l- middle of bear country. When you see bear crossing signs as you're like heading to an aid station, that makes you worry a little bit, but. And, and here's your, here, so here's where it's kind of funny to like kind of poke fun at other races, you know, where they're not quite what we're used to either, and where we're joking around about their kind of road runners doing a trail race, they postponed the start of the run two, two times, three times, twice. The first twice. time was because of lightning. Because okay, so that makes sense. Maybe I get lightning, <clears throat> but like one of the other one or two times yeah. was because of it was two more times. It was three times because we were already standing out there, and he's like, "We're going to give it another thirty minutes." Yeah. It, it looks like rain is coming across uh, the lake because this is up, uh, you know, in the Great Lakes area uh, up in Michigan. And he's like, it looks like rain is coming across. So we're going to hold off on the start. And we're like, the fuck kind of trail race holds yeah. off because of rain? Like, this is a 50 miler yeah. and we're worried about. <laughs> we're we're right about 10 minutes of rain. So yeah. we're going to hold off on this. So but to the point, though, I'm glad they kind of did hold off the rain because of the 11 hours and change that I ran. It rained a good 75% of that time. And it wasn't like a little drizzle rain. It was, and you know, people up in Team Possum will definitely know this. It was possum type rain. It was, it was raining like from the bottom, like Forrest Gump style. Like it was raining so hard. It felt like it was coming from beneath us. Um, yeah, that was an issue. We'll, we'll have to have some race talk stories, yeah. but to get, so, us, get us back on track here. So I had- Jonathan, Jonathan definitely has bigger goals than I do this year. Um, it, like Jonathan, also one of Jonathan's ongoing goals, that he's, his long-term goal is he's doing this um, a marathon, in, a minimum a marathon in every state. So when you hear him talking about trying to knock out multiple states, I mean, I uh, let's see, this year alone I think he wants to knock out Maryland, Kansas, Oklahoma, and beautiful beautiful iowa yeah um so i mean he just he's going to do more than i like my goals for this year are really really low level um for myself and and like 
mine is something super simple where yeah, all the years I've been running, I've when I got back into running, I got back into it so late in life and so far down the train that I was no longer fast by any stretch of the means. So uh, I have never ran a official marathon in a sub four hour. So I've decided this year, you know, well, I'm going to scale back on some of the bigger distances and I might actually, dare I say, do some speed work. Ooh. Ooh. You know who else hasn't run a sub four hour marathon? <laughs> Chad Baxendale. Little Chad Baxendale. Yeah, I'll call him out. So, so, uh, but that's, that's kind of my thing this year. Um, and, and I know to do that, you know, ultra runners, you know, most of the ultra runners I know, they just don't do speed workout because who needs a speed workout when you're, you know, trying to make cut off in 30 hour races. So we're not all Ken Varian. Right, right. Yeah. So this year, I mean, you know, my goals are to actually try to hit the gym twice a week, do some core strength, stuff like that, do some speed workouts and get a sub four. So my, uh, oddly enough, I think my A race this year actually then might just be Columbus Marathon. Um, That's where you're going to try to do the four? I think, well, I think that, that makes, makes sense. I mean, I need something flat, baby. I <laughs> <laughs> can't be having any challenges out there for that four, mile, or that four hour. Uh, but outside of that, you know, I'm going to do my regular races that we do every year. Um, forget the PR. If, uh, if anyone ever wants to know if, if for whatever reason you don't know what I look like, or if we've never bumped into each other, if you ever want to meet, uh, I am the fat guy guarding the beer at, uh, forget the PR. <laughs> so, uh, I run the beer tent at PR and I'll, I'll be at the main, uh, the main, um, start finish line. Is that what you mean when you, you run, forget the PR, or you just run the beer tent? I run the beer tent. I mean, I'll do the director's race like the week before. So I do the director's race 50 K the, uh, the week before. Um, and, and, and what's fun is the director's race is a blast. Um, so yeah, director's race 50 K for 50 PR. Then they run the beer tent and then, uh, Seamus, uh, is a, is a must every single year. Um, uh, then playing possum again. Uh, the big excitement for me for this year for, possum 50k is my wife who has been like the best crew chief ever she is like hands down the best crew chief i've ever had uh she's also the only crew chief i ever had i guess but uh side note there so the best crew chief you want to listen to a birth bars podcast they did an interview of john um where he kind of goes into the talk about his wife being an amazing amazing crew chief crew chief from thousands of miles away so definitely check out their podcast we'll have a link uh, to their podcast in the show notes uh we definitely recommend checking out those ladies are badass and and their stories and stuff like that they deserve a they deserve a lot of shout out so uh but yeah so i talked about that um but yeah anyone who can motivate you from 2000 3000 miles away that's a that's a good crew chief so uh but anywho this year, she's stepping from one side of the race to the other, and she's actually going to go for her distance PR. It'll be her first ultra, uh, which will be the Plan Possum 50K. We talked about it in the first episode. If you guys are looking for your first ultra, there is, in my humblest of humble opinions, the only one place to start, and that is the Plan Possum 50K. So she'll be doing that. I'll be with her. Um, for me, the goal of that race is to, uh, to live I don't want my wife to kill me and and dump me in a dump me in the. I remember the I remember when she did the thirty k. Was that it? Was it last year? or Two years ago. Two years ago. She two did years the 30K. ago. She did the thirty k. And I remember seeing her oh, in the spot because John was with her the entire time. And John again, kind of like when he did with me. It's kind of a, a, a 
I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with her of like, come on now, we need to we need to move it along. And it's, I'm surprised John didn't drown in the three inches of water in the stream that we had across. So when you guys pick out who you want to be, crew, pace, all that kind of stuff, um, you kind of have to know what motivates you, right? Some people need that, like that soft, hands-on, like very gentle, loving, you're doing great kind of person. Uh, <laughs> if you're that person who needs like the militant asshole yelling at you. Give John a call. Hit me up. I, I can be that person for you. Uh, rather heartless. Uh, you know, I don't want to hear about how rocky the waters are. I just want you to get the ship into the, uh, into the dock and, and we'll keep driving on. <laughs> but uh, after that, my next one, I am again kind of contemplating uh if you know kind of they play it by ear see what jonathan does with kettle i could possibly be talked into some nonsense up at kettle but uh my other weird thing i need to figure out and 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 i need my uh <laughs> i need my um i need my analyst to help me figure out the points because i can't quite get them is uh utmb the mont blanc uh, it sounds like I'm kind of close on the points. Yeah. Uh, so we, we did some math on the points. So John John is really only a 50-miler and a 100-miler away this year, uh, possibly just two 50-milers away this year of having enough points to qualify for UTMB. So that could be a, so that'd be a hell of an experience. My, uh, one of my races... I really, I, I kind of promised Jen after last year, after 2017, I promised her no 100 milers this year. So if I can, if we can figure out for sure how the 50 mile, what 250 yeah. miles I need, there's a chance. Uh, so the we might be able to go cross country. We just make a trip out of it. We my, do, we, you know, we do burning because burning rivers on there. It and has then to be the back. I, I, uh, so we either one, you get points on both. Sure. The back half is more points. I want more points because <laughs> I want that safety net. <laughs> So uh, I'm thinking about doing the back half 50 of the uh, Burning River 50, uh, Burning River race. Um, and so oddly enough, I think I might be able to kind of like use that as a dual benefit because if I do that back 50, I can get my points. I can run my race. Yeah. I can also possibly crew slash pace. Some people doing a hundred mile. I don't know what time everything starts. I don't know if that's even possible. Who's, who's, do you know anyone that's doing that this year? So I think I saw on um, that 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 their Facebook. We'll just call them out now, and then they have to do it. I believe Erica Fiegels is coming back, coming back from Colorado to do that. I hmm. want to say, and that'd be cool. I I. I uh, Erica is one of those people who I've met in passing and, and it's weird. Like the handful of times I've met her or been around her, I've really enjoyed being around her and she's super cool to kind of interact with on Facebook. Um, but I kind of wish I would have had spent some more time with her and got her to know her better when she lived in Ohio. So if, uh, if she's coming back to do burning river, I'm like, well, shit, she can't get away from me if she's running at a rate, you know, like she's going to have to get to know me. Yeah, I'm going to have to get it. To- Lucky Erica. <laughs> so, oh, and, oh, and just like that, she's a did not start. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really weird. She just didn't show up. Yeah. Still in Colorado. So, uh, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's as simple as my races get this year. Um, uh, kind of like what Jonathan's saying, he's like, yeah, I, I feel like the last, especially last year, last year, big time, you know, the la- last year, big time, but the two years before that, I really, really, really leaned on, um, the trail running community and was, you know, really doing more races than I was helping. So this year I really, really, really want to do more volunteering, 
um, more crewing, more pacing, uh, more being there for runners on the trail and helping them get through things. So this year, I, I just I don't have anything big this year that you know that that I'm uber worried about that I need to overtrain for. So that's kind of my big thing this year. So and um, I think I'm I'm going along with John on that as well. Is I'm going to try to volunteer for more races. This is actually going to be the first year that I do not do the playing possum 50k i did it for the first five years um i got my five-year uh horseshoe my plaque and i'm like you know what we're literally hanging up the horseshoes and i'm gonna go um and just you know try to help out and volunteer um and i want to do more filming of races and stuff like that i filmed a few we talked about that in the first episode i just want to do I want to tell stories. I don't know, like since I started filming and really started filming, so I moved from photography and started doing more video work and the video work lead to personal video work, not just corporate stuff and just telling stories of what I call them stories of underdogs, you know, people running their first hundred mile or you have like Andrea's story where she was a runner and then was told that she's never going to be able to run again. And she's like, well, screw you guys. I'm still going to walk. And she just did a, yeah, (laughs) she did, she did like 42 miles in a 12 hour race walking the entire time and like no complaining no anything she just you know put her big girl pants on is what we say and she uh she made it happen i think she's got some big stuff planned this year you know who else does and we'll go ahead and call them out and that that means they have to they have to i think goat has some big stuff going on this year too yeah i heard through the grapevine aka his wife that he might be doing mo yeah and then andrea's might be doing tunnel hill 50 miler she yes. we talked about doing Mo, but if Goat does Mo, she's not. Yeah, sure. For obvious sense. reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that'll be it's always great seeing like people that we run with just do these kinds of accomplishments. It's like it's so damn motivating and to try to be a part of their team and really help them out, you know, in any way, whether it's you know, if we can't be there for the race, just cheering for them via text or Facebook Messenger, or if we can be there, you know, just supporting them on the side of the trail. I think that's that's been a big thing for me. And if I, if I'm not filming a race, I plan on being at, at all of these big races and supporting everyone. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, like we're saying, I mean, I just want to help out. So even if I'm not going to run it, you know, I'm going to be at the races and I think this, what I might do, um, this year, it's a little bit different from the others is I'm going to kind of show up to the races, almost like semi dressed, mm-hmm. ready to run. And then like, force myself on people <laughs> for like volunteering uh just 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 to hang out and help and just to be around the community because that's the other fun thing if you hang out at an aid station for more than 10 minutes if you hang out at an aid station for 10 minutes you will see more great spirit and like spunk and like just motivational stuff than you will see for the entire week in your normal run of day yeah, life, for sure. So, uh, so I just, that's what I really want to do this year. Um, so, anywho, that's that's kind of what I got planned. Uh, but, yeah. go ahead, I'm sorry. That will uh, we'll start getting kind of ready for stuff after I come back from the weekend. So, speaking of the weekend and the reason why we're recording in the middle of the week, yes. Where are you going? Because yes. I I actually don't even know where you're going, Kayla. My wife had to remind me. She's like, John's not going to be here this week. And I'm like, yeah. but we have to record the podcast. Where is he going to be? He's messing it up already. Yeah, he's I am going second episode, and we're already going to be late. So I am going to Playa del Carmen. 
down in uh down in Mexico. One of them shithole countries. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> one of them shit. And we just lost a certain demographic of our of our listeners. That's cool though. Wow. We, anyways, um, we're, not going, we're not going down that road. Um, but uh, yeah, going down to Playa del Carmen, and uh, we're gonna be down there for five days, I believe. Nice. Four, four nights, four nights, five days, I think, something like that. So um. Yeah, go down there and do that and hang out. Um, it's funny because I actually just looked at the weather and like it, the first three days, I think the first two days are really, really, really nice. And then there was like that, like three days, boom, 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 where there's like 80% chance of thunderstorms. Yeah. Like but I, I, I mean, I've never been to Playa. I've been to Cancun twice. I'm kind of hoping that Playa is kind of like Florida. I'm sure it's that same Florida where it's going to rain every day at some point. And then it's like 45 seconds. And you're right. Like, oh, wait, it rained? Oh, yeah. cool. I was hot as hell anyway, so I yeah. needed that. So John's looking at the weather there. I looked at the weather for my morning run tomorrow morning, and it's negative 7 without the wind chill tomorrow morning. Sweet. I'm like, this is going to be. It's, it says to me negative 15 or negative 17 without the that's good running weather with the wind chill. Yeah, so <laughs> good. Good thing I have an eight mile tempo run tomorrow. But the city of Delaware did get back to the level three roads. So if you're uh, if you're out running, the roads in Delaware are actually not in bad shape. Well, by the time this comes out, hopefully it's like seventy five degrees because you know that's how that's how Ohio works. Where I did see something where uh, so right before I walked down here on the news, they were saying yes, tomorrow's going to be crazy cold. But it's going to heat up, but you, there's like a, you have to deal with something along with that heat up. I don't, I didn't hang around to see what the it's probably, was. it's probably thunderstorms. That's what's happening is we get warm, but it's still, it's still a technically time where the moisture would come yeah, in and we get yeah. that. But that's a, so, it is, that's but it, hey thing. guys, welcome to Ohio. Yeah, this is, this best, is it. Best damn state there is. Sure it is. That's sure, what we'll, we'll sure. go with. But that that's really our 2018's plans and goals and that sort of thing. We would love to hear what you have planned for 2018. So definitely reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook. Again, we're at at run beer and BS. Um, love to see some pictures of your training runs and maybe you're not in Ohio and you're actually enjoying some sunshine. We'd love to see some sunshine pictures because no, be nice. you suck. Well, we're, we say that, but that's all John's going to do. You know, John, that's all he's going to do on the Twitter page. You guys are going to look back in the feed and be like, where was he at with all the sunny weather? Then you Uh-oh. listen to this and you understand why he's a yeah. jerk. Yeah. But wrapping things up, um, there's a few things we want to do um, in each and every episode is give out some local events or, or support local communities and that sort of thing. And we last week in our episode, and I kind of laughed about it when I was editing it because we were trying to, obviously we're new to the whole podcasting thing. And I was trying to figure out there's a lot of things where I was like, I sounded stupid. That was a dumb thing to do. So we saw those in reviews. They yeah. were not nice. <laughs> we saw <laughs> No, everyone's been everyone's been very kind and receptive to everything so far. But like being a, John was talking about earlier when I was jacking up the intro, talking about like overanalyzing. I'm like, yep, that sounds paralysis by analysis. That's a that's a thing I do. But I played uh, LMFAO sexy as I know it to end it. I'm like, this really isn't about us and talking about how great we are. And it's like, I'm sexy and I know it. I'm like, man, I didn't. I'm giving off mixed messages. Yeah, I didn't really know how that's going to work. So for our intros and outro songs, we would love to support some local artists. So if you are a local musician or know a local musician or a band or we mean local, we mean Central Ohio, preferably Ohio is fine as well. Um, that really just wants to, you know, get your music out there. We would love 
for you to reach out to us on the socials and we can just, you know, push your music as the outro and, you know, push people to your page and that sort of thing just to help you out. We really just want to support local things. And, and it'll help us out because then we'll sound cool. Yeah, we'll sound like we're in the know with some, like, cool <laughs> we're hip, hip shit. We're hip. Yeah, we're hip hip guys. A decade between us, but we're cool and hip. <laughs> I still think that's a great podcast name. It is. A decade, decade between, between us. I'll let you guys figure out what that means. But again, you can follow us on all the socials at Run Beer and BS. If you do like this podcast, we would love if you would subscribe so you can not miss any of our future episodes. We will be releasing each and every week. You can see our website as well at runbeerandbs.blogspot.com. That's where all the show notes will be. Anything we talked about in the show will be there. Um, and another thing, yeah, if you like the podcast... Make sure you also leave us a review. That's how other people know that it's a decent podcast to listen to. And it also helps with the algorithm, put us up in a top list so people can check us out. We are actually listed. I don't think, I don't know if you saw amateur. this. We are listed in the sports and recreation amateur. Amateur. I almost put us in professional, but I was like, amateur just sounds so much cooler. Oh, we are, well, and we're definitely not professional. It's 100% honest. Like this, would this we is, even classify as like amateurs? Like there wasn't a sports recreation rookie. If there was, I would have signed up for that. You know what? You know what would have been awesome is uh, my old high school football coach had a term that I've. I mean, this is Jesus. This is thirty. No, the turn of the century. This is, I'm, I'm old, uh, <laughs> but he used to call everyone neophytes. Neophytes. A neophyte. So that's that's what we. That if if there was a section <laughs> of neophyte, that's where we'd fit into. Just, uh, you know, uh, don't even know what we don't know. But daggone it, we're having fun. And hopefully you guys are having fun. And uh, if you guys are enjoying it, yeah, like Jonathan said, please give us a review. Please share it. Let other people know that, hey, there's two idiots on the podcast rambling on about some pretty funny stuff. And uh, Yeah, and then if you have any topics or anything you want us to discuss or talk about or get our opinions about, definitely reach out to us because obviously we have the expert opinions and what we know is best for everyone. <laughs> that's <laughs> That's obviously... That's a, a joke. That's, <laughs> that's 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 far as a joke. But next week, we plan on digging a little deeper into the volunteering crewing and maybe sharing some experiences that we've had on both sides of it, how volunteers have helped us and then any volunteer we've done as well as crewing and then just really how important it is to have a have a good crew. But John, you got anything else for us? I got nothing. That is it. Thank you again for checking out episode two of Running Beer and BS. Y'all have a great week. Peace. Thank you.